Greetings, listeners. Before we begin today's episode, we wish to alert you to a few pertinent announcements. First, this will be the final episode of Season 1 for Dawn of an Era of Well-Being, the podcast. We hope you enjoyed our program and will continue to listen when we deliver Season 2 with even more fascinating guests and topical discussion. So please stay tuned. Season 2 of Dawn of an Era of Well-Being is coming soon. Our second announcement is to let you know that today's program is also available in video format, offering you a very rare and special opportunity to witness our guest, Master Shah, demonstrate his calligraphy on screen. If you wish to view this podcast in its video format, please visit the website for the Laszlo Institute of New Paradigm Research and click on the podcast page where you'll find links to the video. That website is thelazloinstitute.com. Laszlo is spelled L-A-S-Z as in zebra, L-O, and click on the podcast page. Thank you very much for your time, and now on with our show. Who on earth are we? Why in heaven are we here? And how to make sense of this mess of our humanness and perhaps even transcend it. Welcome everyone. From whatever nation state or emotional state you might be in, dawn of an era of well-being is the place to tune in. We're going to deep dive into uplift with insight. And I am so excited to welcome our two formidable hosts, two-time Nobel nominee and founder of the Laszlo Institute of New Paradigm Research and the Club of Budapest, Professor Irvin Laszlo, and a fourth-generation family business entrepreneur who's the founder of ITEA Institute Quantum Leadership Center, Fred Sow. I'd like to start each episode by acknowledging our worldwide audience. Uh, for many of them, this is a very challenging time. For some of them, they're actually thriving. But uh, Dawn of an Era of Wellbeing podcast and the book hopes to offer real comfort to the global community. We encourage you to not only read the book and hear the podcasts, but to feel them, to start awakening your senses to different ways of perceiving beyond just our eyes, just our ears, because this is the the space that Irvin and Fred refer to as consciousness. That's our comfort zone for the long term. So before I introduce today's extraordinary guest, Dr. and Master Shah, let's begin with this, Irvin. A newborn needs loving touch in order to survive. And we as human species need a loving connection to do the same in a sense, but we're so disconnected from self, other, and and the greater that we're now almost at risk of extinction as well as risking that of many other species. So I woke up this morning and I felt a little low energy and lucky me that I'm in a supportive work environment that uh, everyone is is so accommodating and understanding, but there are a lot of people that are waking up in their day somewhere on earth, going into a work environment that is so stressful and demanding. Uh, So I wanna know, you are such a prolific writer and speaker and thinker and pianist where do you derive your connection to source? Is it is it through music, through playing the piano? Is it through your writing? 
what's the source of your connection to consciousness, given that we're all being called upon to find this now at this very dramatic turning point in time? Well, the connection cannot be made. It must be allowed. It's something that comes. You really have to wish for it. And then you can enter on that wavelength where Master Shah can point the way and other great spiritual leaders. The connection that we have is spontaneous. It's always there. It's always available. But we have to call it up. We have to wish for it. And we have to allow it to emerge. It is part of our being, not as separate beings, not as something separate from the world around us and from each other, but is being part of what in science nowadays one refers to as a cosmic hologram. The entire universe as a hologram. We are part of that. And our connection is instantaneous and is permanent. And it's universal. It's up to us mm -hmm. to manifest it, to allow it, and to live with it. Then we become better persons. We can enter on that discussion later on as you like. How do how we become and what we become? I just want to mention that you ask for the connection. The connection is essential, especially in times of stress, crisis, and potential breakdowns. That pulls us back to where we, who we really are, which is was the question that you, Alison, started with. Exactly. Well, on that very uplifting and encouraging note, I'm going to introduce us now to today's very special guest, Dr. and Master Shah. Now listen to this. He is a Tao Grandmaster, healer, teacher, founder of the Love, Peace and Harmony Foundation, author of 30 books, including 11 New York Times bestsellers and several others on the bestseller lists of the Wall Street Journal, USA Today, and Amazon. He has an MD degree in Western medicine from China. He's also a doctor of traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture. Master Shah has combined the essence of Western medicine with ancient wisdom to create soul, mind, body medicine and Tao teachings to help humanity. He's a grandmaster of several Asian arts, and in 2002, he was named Qigong Master of the Year at the Fourth World Congress on Qigong. With the creation of Tao Calligraphy, he received the highest honors a Chinese calligrapher can receive, being appointed to the position of National Chinese Calligrapher Master, as well as Honorable Researcher Professor by the State Ethnic Academy of Painting in Beijing, China. Welcome, welcome. That is an illustrious introduction and much deserved, I think. So, Master Shah, I want to ask you this, as we're talking to Irvin just before about the fact that humans need contact. Babies die without sufficient loving touch, cuddling even in their infancy. And here we are as a human species. We dance, we hold hands, we embrace, make love as material beings, but as spiritual beings in a human form, how to make contact and kindle a kind of gentle love story with something as ephemeral as consciousness. I mean, we're so detached from our own home, our bodies, if you will, that even when we, for example, bump our elbow on the table, 
do we ever hold it with love and say, I'm sorry, and, and soothe it like a little child? I mean, it's as if we don't relate to our own body parts as living extensions of our whole, much less nation states to the global whole, much less the planet to the cosmic. So is this reconnection with your incredible calligraphy healing encouraging others to cultivate this love relationship with consciousness? Thank you. I'm very honored uh, to be here today. <clears throat> Thank you, Dr. Irvin Laszlo. I respect him from my heart. Everybody's, for answer your question, uh, can you see here? Can you see? Uh, so I would like to see uh, the Lao Tzu Dao De Jing. I start from here. The author of Dao De Jing, many people know Lao Tzu. All the university professor honor Lao Tzu as an ancient philosopher. Lao Tzu said the Dao. This is Dao. <coughs> what is a Dao? <coughs> Dao is a ultimate source and a creator. Lao Tzu, Lao Tzu said the Tao cannot be seen, cannot be heard, uh, cannot be touched. So Tao creates this called what? Uh, yi, yi means oneness. <clears throat> Within the oneness, there are two energy. I use this one. It's called Qing Qi, Q-I-N-G. Qi means energy, people know. Qing means clean, <coughs> light, uh, and, uh, and uh, light, light energy. So another one is called Zhuo Qi. Zhuo Qi. Zhuo Qi means disturbed energy. So these two energy mixed, they are not separate. They stay for eons millions, billions, trillions years. They wait for qi hua. They wait for qi hua. Hua means transformation, energy transformation. So when the qi hua came, this uh, clean energy rises. This is to form the heaven. Qing, sheng rises. Uh, wei tian uh, form the heaven. Zhuo jiang. This is uh, this disturbed energy go down to form the Mother Earth. So this is two. Many people know uh, yin and yang. So the heaven uh, is a heaven. This is a heaven called Tian. Then this disturbed energy force the D, <coughs> D uh, Mother Earth. So heaven is yang, Earth is yin. We live here, heaven and Mother Earth. Millions of people are meditating. Uh, Irvin Laszlo just now explained so well, connect. So heaven is an Earth. We are living in this world. Do we connect? Very important. Let me explain also further. We really uh, need to hear Irvin Laszlo. It's ancient wisdom. We know order connect and harmonized. What is life challenging? Uh, just you talk about baby, health, relationship, finances, disorder, disconnect, and disharmony. 
The human has so many trouble here in this layer. So they forgot about how to connect. So because the heaven and the earth, uh, let me continue a little bit more. Uh, these two, not finished yet, the two uh, creates a three. This is Lao Tzu, Dao De Jing teaches Dao creation. This is how the ultimate creator created everything. Go this way. Uh, so therefore one, heaven, earth, that three, three means uh, oneness. Uh, this is oneness, uh, clean chi, disturbed chi. Plus heaven, earth is a three. Three creates one wu. One means 10,000 in Chinese. 10,000 represents infinity. Wu, this Wu means sense. The Mother Earth is one planet. There are countless planets, stars, gods, universes. Where's a human being? Human beings are here. They call Ren. Human beings are here. So therefore, Lao Tzu said that therefore, Da. Da means greatest. Number one is the source is Da. Heaven is Da. And also Mother Earth is Da. And the human being, human being is Da also. But a very important wisdom people may not realize, I put on this side. Uh, in our Tao science, uh, Doctor, uh, you know, Dr. Irvin Lasso even gave me a, a comment for, uh, gave it a, a, a deep appreciation. So I created Tao science with a, a quantum physics. Three words, Shen. Shen includes, includes the soul, heart, and the mind. So second word, Qi. Qi means energy. Next word, Jing. Jing means matter. So universal law, this is universal law. For example, human being, we are 80% of liquid. Uh, our body has energy, radiant energy. We have our mind, we have our heart, we have our soul, spirit. In quantum physics, uh, soul is information. So therefore, Shen Qi Jing, beloved Einstein, these are Einstein relativities. E equals mc squared. Uh, so therefore here energy, here matter, here speed of light. So uh, Dr. Rudin and I, he's, he's a physicist. We, are, we talk about a grand unification, uh, Dr. Erwin Lasso is here, uh, top science. So that now, uh, you know, grand unification means in physics, one formula can summarize everything. Here's a shen, S. Energy is chi. S plus chi energy plus matter equal equals one. So our uh, grand unification S plus E plus M equals one. This one is oneness field. It's a dull oneness field. Here, from here above, it's called word. Word means emptiness word. Cannot be seen, cannot be touched, cannot be heard, but existed. They, they are exi existed. They are the ultimate creator. But we live in the heaven, earth. Here's heaven, here's earth. We live in this world. So what is most important is Shen Qi Jing. This Shen Qi Jing.
Shen, uh, what is Erwin uh, uh, Lasso explained? I, I, I explained in the ancient ways like this. Uh, this energy here so hard mind. So therefore, uh, and there's two kinds of uh, information. In quantum physics, talk information, but I believe information has a positive. So is information. Uh, all message. Millions of people believe this. Millions of people believe soul and spirit are the same thing. Soul and spirit is a soul. So there are positive love, care, compassion, generosity, kindness. So there are, this is information. Heart is a receiver, receiver of information. When you give love, you talk a baby, baby crying, mother give the, uh, oh, darling, feel good, uh, loving, and also people feel sad, give people healing, give people a loving, people can feel love. Heart is a receiver. Okay, I receive the love messages. Mind is a processor. Mind, millions of people are meditation. Mind over matter, mindfulness. People talk about uh, positive thinking and uh, positive words, but it's mind over matter. Mind over matter, millions of people are here, and I feel great, but I feel not enough. Next step is soul over matter. Our beloved spirit is the final boss. So energy is a mover. <clears throat> And meditation guide energy flow. The energy flow, the blood, blood here, blood transformer. So this is the information system. Uh, message at the soul level, heart receiver, mind processor, energy mover, <coughs> uh, blood transformer. But the people may not know is there's negative information. And people angry, uh, I'm sad, depressed, fear. So this negative information hard also receive. Mind the process, the energy block, blood issues, inflammation, tumor, cancer, trauma, relationship, financial blockage. This is negative information. This is called information system. Good one bring good health, relationship to finances. So negative one, trouble, uh, uh, sickness, relationship, financial challenges. So therefore, heaven's here, earth is here. Uh, Urban last mission, uh, connection. I totally support uh, and how deep. We are here, human being between heaven and earth. We connect. We can also, this is uh, existence word. So this, uh, I'm putting the word. So, but the both word, uh, this uh, is all positive, no such negative here. But here in the existing world has a positive and negative. The key is we connect with the positive here. We always connect with love, care, compassion, positive. Uh, try to remove this negativity, negative. Therefore, from child to the senior relationship, finances, all life, therefore I said, transform the soul and the heart first. Everything follow, every aspect life follow. That is a little bit sharing, thank you. Okay, Master Shaw, this was so invigorating, what you just presented about energy and soul and mind over matter and soul over mind and this incredible as above, so below connection, a kind of a fusion 
that uh, will, I, I would say, restore us to our fullest expression of what we were meant to be. I'm going to ask you something that's a little maybe out of left field, because uh, recently Fred and I were talking in one of our podcasts about AI, artificial intelligence, and its incredible strides in medicine and, and many other industries. It's going to provide a very efficient means of working together. It can also create a, a, a couple of uh, challenges, I think, in the process. I wanted to ask you, Lindsay, advent of technology and all that is being talked about now, even in manipulating the mind and certain technologies that have the ability to even um, sort of read our minds and and know our emotions. Uh, this seems to be almost the new frontier for the arms race. We're, we're talking about such dynamic times here. Do you feel that consciousness is protected from these technologies that seem to be advancing in literally into our minds and our souls uh, as if invasion <laughs> and I hate to use that word but it's truly important because it seems like baby has the keys to the Ferrari and is driving us crazy so what do you think about that <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking a uh, mind always remember has a positive and the negative. People may forgot it's yin yang nature. Technology, I honor technology, uh, but uh, and uh, focus on mind. If you focus on the positive, wonderful. But if you touch negative, you'll be affected. The anger, depression, sadness, fear, because of the always is both sides. So the healing, the transformation, I said earlier, is to apply the positive, to avoid the negative, to let negative go. So the highest spiritual practice is let it go. <laughs> let go this mind stuff. It's not to try to uh, stimulate the mind. Stimulate the mind is wrong in the spiritual uh, higher wisdom. You know, the Buddha and the Heart Sutra, Buddha taught 49 years, everybody knows the Buddha, and 5,500 sutras. Now even our quantum physics find out, wow, 2,005 years ago, the Buddha found out, Buddha said, emptiness is material. We are the material. Emptiness also in the space. Huh? But the people totally confused, cannot understand. This is this is material he calls sir, one word, material, everything material, but a cone emptiness. He said the cone is sir, sir is cone. Many people still confused. Uh, but what does it mean? The scientific now they found out on the high level uh, microscope on the space, they suddenly found the particle. Particle is a sir, a material. Second ball disappear. Then boom, particle again. So therefore, if scientists approve cone emptiness 
this matter, matter is emptiness in, in that highest level. So therefore, while people realize Buddha is not the religion, Buddha is a top scientist. 2,500 years ago, the scientists found out that emptiness is material, material is emptiness, scientific proof for that. What I want to see, if we focus on the mind, we have a limitation. I own all the technologies. Remember, there's a positive, negative. We should let mind go go to the highest, the purest, the soul place. That's my point. So you're saying, and I want to make sure that I'm understanding your point on behalf of our audience, because this is really key. Even though our minds are very active and very innovative now with technology, you're saying that ultimately consciousness cannot be corrupted by these sophisticated technologies that are being advanced, that are trying to even manipulate consciousness itself. Are you reassuring us of that? I want to see uh, what the Mother Earth's trouble. I give my, I, oh, anyway, I honor everybody your, your wisdom, your knowledge. Uh, in my personal opinion, Mother Earth, now this COVID-19, natural disaster, water, fire, the final root is a human's heart are polluted. That's the key. Heart, in ancient wisdom, heart houses the mind and the soul. We should pay attention to heart, pay attention to soul. I do not see, I already said the mind over matter is great. Mind over matter is not enough. They call monkey man, mind. Mind is so many issues. We have to let <coughs> Buddha teaching how simple. Let it go. Let it all go. If you can let all the mind go, you are in such a high level. There's no way to let all go. If you let all go, you are Buddha already. Not yet. But my point here is to understand mind over matter is great, not enough. Should it go higher? Hard, hard level, like it's a shen, so hard mind. Mind is great, not enough. Go to hard, go to soul level. That is. Uh, this is my insight. Uh, Irvin Lasto can give us a guidance also. <laughs> Indeed, Irvin, <laughs> because this is very important. Do you feel, I, I want to ask you something, Irvin. It, first of all, do you think, do you know that consciousness is, you know, let's put it this way, that consciousness is our essence. And the wisdom of the ancients has been repeating all of these great truths through the ages. Why is it, if this is such an important, almost embedded truth in our existence, why have we veered so far off course? Where did we make the wrong turn in history, in civilization, that got us to this point? It, it's just remarkable, isn't it? That we've strayed so far from the essence of who we are, is it because we forgot or because we never really experienced it sufficiently, collectively? Alison, I have a simple answer. <laughs> As I've come to this, and I believe it's simple, and I hope it's also correct. We have made the mistakes because we can make mistakes. Yeah. 
And that's because we have a higher evolved consciousness that not only perceives the world, but also interprets the world. As Master mm -hmm. Shah said, we received information through the heart, we elaborated through the mind, through the brain. And we elaborated in different ways. A simpler organism, even a chimpanzee, an elephant, they are the dolphin, a whale. They have intelligence. I think everything in, the, in, in all living things have their own innate intelligence. But our intelligence is developed to such an extent where we can totally mistake what we perceive. If another species would do that, it would become extinct. We have all our technologies to correct these flaws, seemingly corrected. We constantly stress the system around us, we stress ourselves, misreading the world, but we're using our technologies to keep us alive. But our world is not being kept alive, as it were. We have just now discovered in the last few decades, especially the last few years, even more especially the last few weeks and months, this world is unsustainable. Our mistakes are become irreversible unless we correct them. So why do we make mistakes? We are so highly evolved that we can make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Consciousness is not something that we have. It's something that we are. I think the great teaching coming from the new physics, the new uh, quantum theory, the new quantum consciousness research is not something separate in the world which is consciousness. Not even, of course, even worse, it would be to believe that it's just something that you generate by working, by the workings of your brain. I think consciousness is more embracing. Physicists, Einstein, Schrodinger, Pauli, Planck, they have come up with the same notion. Ultimately, you find this. The world is not a sphere of matter. It is a sphere of energy, but not just blunt, raw energy. The world is informed energy. Information, as Master Shabbos was talking about, information is the key. We are informed beings, informed energy beings, as it were. The world is not material. The world is, if you like, spiritual. That's one way of interpreting it. But we can say in terms of physics that there is a deep dimension in the world which in quantum physics is known as the implicate order. Here are the laws of nature. Here are all the rules, the dynamism, the, the, the drivers, as it were, the laws of evolution. And it informs this, this deep dimension, which is always there, which gives you the rule of the game, which gives you the way the, the universe can operate, can evolve. Because the universe is not a chance phenomenon. It's highly informed. By the way, we call here information with a hyphen. Information. We form what there is by the information. This is not a physical factor as in a classical sense. It's a new physics factor. David Bohm came up with this notion. It's also with the idea of information. And this information acts from the implicate and for the order it acts on the unfolded order, which is the explicate order. And that's our world. That's our world that Plato thought, saw as the shadows on the wall of the cave, in its famous allegory of the cave. But the light which is behind us is in the implicate order. The idea is thousands of years old. Now we know 
that it must be like that. We cannot explain the universe as it is, purely by what's happening in that universe. That universe is a manifestation, is a projection of something which is immaterial, immortal. It has never been born, so it can never die. It is the deeper level of reality. So there we are. We are beings who are being informed constantly because we are part of this informed universe. And if we recognize this, then we won't go beyond what we are and attempt to distort the, the workings of nature. It's a pity that I may finish this. Is this those of you can see this, follow this on, on video. You could see that behind me is a Chinese painting. I think I particularly wanted to have this one for Master Shah. It's a, it's a painting where the human being, the, the habitations of humans are in, within, the, uh, within the, the womb of nature, within the lap of, of nature. You know, humanity is not outside and above, it's inside. We strive when we are part of it. We decay when we separate ourselves. So these are just lessons from Master Shah, but also from Einstein, also from, all, from Buddha. The Tao is in the implicate order. We are in the explicate order. We have to follow the Tao. How to follow it? There are masters such as Master Shah can show us the way. <laughs> Indeed. And, and okay, speaking of the Tao, I want to talk with you, Master Shaw, about the Dow, Dow Jones, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, and the Dow Jones Industrial, as in all of us, Industrial Average, and how to uh, help it go up, way up, on behalf of investing in enriching humanity, and by extension, other species. Your calligraphy um, healing is almost like an investment in the Dow Jones industrial average going up. Is there such a thing? Because I know that you do extraordinary individual calligraphy healing art. Uh, and you did an incredible interview. I think it was Bill Gladstone with David Meltzer, who is a real businessman. I mean, in the classic high octane, high energy, very um, financially successful sense. And yet he was so taken by your healing abilities through calligraphy that it's now become a, a relationship, a love relationship in his life and it has exponentially expanded his own energy. Uh, can you talk about that in terms of we have the G20 leaders and the, the COP26 coming up and all these major leadership-oriented organizations that are still stuck in the old paradigm. Is it fear? Is it resistance? And is there a kind of calligraphy art that you could create for the G20 to, or the, cop, <laughs> the future COPs? <laughs> Okay. What do you think? Thank you. Uh, okay. Let me share a little story. Uh, you talk about the bill. Bill is my book agent. 
He is a book agent for all the famous uh, speakers, teachers. And also he introduced me to the Irvin Laszlo, and he brought me to the, uh, to the, to, to, uh, to the Italy. Uh, Irvin Laszlo gave us research guidance. So 10 years ago, he, he introduced me to the David Meltzer, which is sports one in Los Angeles. And uh, Bill introduced my background. I asked David, I said, uh, what can I serve you? David said, I want money. <laughs> the businessman opened the mouth. I do not want a spiritual enlightenment. I just want the money. You know what happened? I just hold a calligraphy paper. Okay, if this man wants money, okay, let me create a calligraphy. It's like this. Uh, this, this is not a formal brush, I just, the idea is here. Here is reason for our podcast listeners to tune in for the video. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I wrote the Tao Ye Changsheng. Tao means the ultimate source. Ye means a career. Changsheng means flourishing. You can see in a piece of paper, <clears throat> I write a calligraphy. And uh, David asked me, how can I make more money? I said, 10 minutes a day. You connect, exactly why I really admire Urban Lasso's wisdom. Because this one cannot be seen. Tao calligraphy, called Tao means the source. Uh, the unpublished word, uh, Lao Zi Dao, Fa Zi Dan, Irvin Lasso said we have to follow Dao. Dao is nature, nature is Dao. Uh, so therefore, uh, Dao is, cannot be seen, heard, touched, uh, and the calligraphy is the art. So while writing calligraphy, I connect with the source. The source put the invisible love light frequency vibration tsung, 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 in the calligraphy, in the path, in the stroke. Then David Marks every day, uh, 10 minutes a day, just when he comes to office, he just do like this. He said, I do not know how, I do not know why. His business, about 1.5 million per year, one and a half years later, the business turned to 60 million, six zero. Then within 10 years now, he said, I made a hundred millions. He said, Master Shah, give me the, give me the blessing. One day he said, more than my mother, I'm so humble to say that. He said, my mother gave me birth, but Master Shah gave me uh, more than the money. I made the multi, multi million dollars, but I also got the awareness, wisdom, my family, Member friends su surprised my how fast <coughs> that you know how how, how no, his knowledge uh, his wisdom. He said, uh, I can see now now I understand more. Uh, Master Shah said uh, this is the field. Uh, we have uh, uh, one of the top scientists here. Our beloved Einstein said, there's only one real thing. Is the field uh, <clears throat> nothing real? Uh, and also in the Buddha teaching, more hard to to uh, to believe. Uh, Buddha said everything we see is an illusion. What Irvin Lasso said is a projection. Uh, 
the, we are in third dimension. Even scientists talk about higher dimension. So on a human being, everything we see, uh, the, the river, the mountain, the mother earth, is a projection from a higher dimension. Projectors there, boom, they give a projection. So therefore, Buddha says everything's illusion. In Beijing University, there's a famous physics professor. He loved Chinese Kung Fu, Tai Chi. He's interested in UFO, extraordinary abilities, uh, manifestation, all the issues. And he said, I studied physics after the highest university. Nothing answered my questions. Then he studied Tao Te Ching. <coughs> he studied Buddha's teaching. Finally, hard sutra. And the Diamond Sutra make him understand I finally understand everything's illusion. And he's a major scientist talking with 100,000 people, talk about illusion. He said, whole life, what are we doing? Clear negative karma. People say, oh, I do not believe karma. But this major profession openly said, uh, karma is a record of services, past life, many lifetimes. We have love, peace, harmony, generosity. We made a mistake like Irma last year. We made mistakes uh, harming others, uh, country leaders, and important people. So therefore, we have record, <coughs> a Kashyyyk record. Irma uh, last taught a lot for the wisdom. So therefore, we carry life by life. Therefore, the information is the key. Information is a Kashyyyk record, either positive, either negative. So therefore, our life, Okay, whatever already happened before. Now focus the current life. How can we give love, peace, harmony? Therefore, I receive a divine or heaven or song. I love my heart and soul. I love all humanity. Join the heart and the soul together. Love, peace, harmony. Love, peace, harmony. And let me sing for everybody one time. I'm also the singer, you know, artist. Let me sing one more time. Everybody relax. Connect. Ah, Connect with heaven, <coughs> earth, source, uh, divine, Buddha, whatever uh, saints, uh, Jesus, Mary, whatever you believe, universe. <coughs> I love my heart and soul. performance. You must sing, Irvin must play the piano, or at least you must convey your musical healing energies because it's just so uplifting. You both belong at every cup, at every cup, at every G20 meeting, G7 meeting. You both belong everywhere, and in a sense, you are. <laughs> I, I want to ask both of you one last question. I mean, there are so many questions, but because you're both really masters in your own right. I, I know you're both very modest in that 
you know, in that um, title that I'm pointing you, but it really is the truth. People always ask both of you questions to understand life, to understand consciousness. Is there anything that each of you individually ever asks that or wants to ask consciousness? Something, a question that either of you ask yourselves quietly, personally, at any point in your life about all that is? Or, I mean, do you understand what I'm asking? Like Irvin or, or Master Shah, who would like to start first? Uh, of course. Just to uh, humanize both of you. Irvin first, of Irvin. course, Irvin first. Irvin, is there any question that you sometimes ask yourself or consciousness directly? Well, Alison, at the end, this month actually, October 2021, I published a book called My Journal, Journey, a kind of an autobiography. And the subtitle of that book is A Life in Quest of the Purpose of Life. So this answers your question. My life has been spent in quest of the purpose of life. That's the question I ask. What is the purpose of my life? What is the purpose of all life? The phenomenon of life. Deeper than that, you can go, what is the purpose of what there is of the universe? Not a haphazard, not a chance universe. Something that evolves. Where does it evolve and why? These are questions that I've always been asking myself. I've written about them a good deal. I can't say that I've found the answer. I don't think anybody has found the answer. But I have an inkling of which way to go, which way to seek. Certainly, I directed a purposeful universe in which consciousness is a purposeful element. We can sneak it, we can find the least speculative answers that I've tried to come up with. Consciousness is very much to do with it. Consciousness not here by random and it is here for a purpose. You can have put it together from the teachings of the Buddha, from the from Master Shah's teachings, from the, from the Tao itself, and from Jesus Christ, all the great prophets, they showed us the way why we are here. We are not here by mistake, we are not here purely by chance. So yes, that's what I've been asking myself. I try to explain what I've come to so far in my various books. Also now, in the book that I've been writing, published together with Fred Zhao, the, 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 on the way, the dawn of the new era. Well, thank you for, for your answer, because this is, and I'm going to ask you also, Master Sean, just one moment. What struck me so much about your answer, Irvin, is the inquiry, the sense of wonder and ongoing inquiry that you have and the openness to continue that footpath and imagine some more than 70 books later, extraordinary answers that come through. Master Shaw, what would you like to answer today? Final question of today. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I always I honor uh, Urban Laszlo. So I also ask uh, uh, why I came here. I get a very clear 
answers from the universe, from the divine, from the source. Therefore, in all my book, the first uh, paragraph and of all my book, the purpose of life is to serve. I have committed my life to this purpose. To serve is to make others happier and healthier. To serve is to empower and enlighten others. So, and uh, you know, just now uh, also Irvin Lasso mentioned, uh, in the Buddha, Lao Tzu, Dao De Jing teaching, always l l like to connect with them. And uh, in, in the Diamond Sutra in Buddha, Sijia Muni for teaching, Yi Chie Yu Wei Fa. Yi Chie Yu Wei Fa means uh, all things. Mother Earth is one planet, the solar system, Milky Way universes, all. Uh, all we can see, we know. Just like a dream, illusion, bubble, the children get so bubble, bang, uh, disappear. Uh, bubble and also shadow, under the sun has a shadow. Just like a dew in the grass in the morning and like lightning, thunder, lightning, quada, quada. Uh, why Buddha have such a deep insight? Uh, many people believe him, many people not, because people have not realized, but why he said, uh, my theory is cool. Kong is a material. It's the highest top point because we see the chair, we, we sit on the chair. We are the body, and the Buddha said, "No, this is illusion. This is emptiness." And the Buddha's wisdom is because the human being, the chair, the house, the mother earth, not the permanent. Uh, the lightning guang, 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 disappear. It's very short. But the human life, 100 years, very long. Through the history, 100 years for what? Nothing. Just like this, one, one, one life. And also the, 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 the shooting star, from solid become air form. But they are billions of years. Billions of years compared with the history is also like one one second. So therefore, Buddha said, uh, this is an illusion. This is just uh, temporarily. Therefore, he said, uh, human is a cool. But the human issues are too much attachment. Attachment for what? Money, uh, power, and as a me, 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 self-centered. It's me. Therefore, Buddha teaching, my theory is cool. All the feeling, oh, I feel good, I feel love, I feel upset. All the feeling, all the thinking, we call, just not talk about the human's mind. All the feeling, all the thinking, all the action. Buddha said that this is all emptiness. And it's a little high for some people, maybe, uh, because that's why many people believe him, many people do not believe him. But I said, uh, do not misunderstand the Buddha teaching. We are the human being, Irvin Lashdo, uh, every, every, uh, everybody we come here, we have the purpose, because we have to serve the humanity. We have to realize, remove the self-attachment, me, 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 the purpose of life is to serve others. That's my insight.
Well, I think that is a beautiful note to conclude today's very stimulating conversation on, on the, the note of serving, that we all remember to serve one another, to serve the planet which we are a part of, to even serve that inner light, that uh, inner love story that we're trying to kindle, the consciousness and the essence of who we are. I want to thank both of you immensely, as well as Fred Sau. And to say once again to everybody, I am Alison Goldwyn with our hosts, Irvin Laszlo and Fred Sau, and today's very special guest, Dr. and Master Shaw, inviting you to join us for many more episodes to come for Dawn of an Era of Well-Being, and to please remember that when building a new paradigm for humankind, Let's try to include human kindness. Stay tuned and stay attuned. And now to conclude our program, here are some thoughts from our co-host, Fred Sell. One of the things about the new era is everything is energy. And it, it's deal with transformation of energy with consciousness. And consciousness is creating the era. And as we create it, uh, the era energy actually expresses itself. When we uh, are unable to deal with the change in our connective capability, or what we call neuroplasticity, then we view it as chaos. But if our mind is capable to handle that, understand and deal with it, uh, and neuroplasticity actually grows with it, uh, it's called uh, progress. It's called uh, awakening. It's called creativity, and many, many words. One of the things that we have to understand is in this era, the energy has changed. The mind calendar has moved. The equinox has moved. Uh, the earth energy is increasing. And so some people will respond to the energy and awaken um, to the new era. They will see things differently. They will change. And these kind of information flow comes into uh, a connection in many uh, state of mind, but in particularly when you're quiet and you're still. Uh, in stillness, you get connected to go inward. And as you go inward, you start connecting through a different layer of energy structure from the physical structure, your emotional structure, your mental structure, and your really the soul structure, your, your original uh, individuated uh, consciousness, which is then linked up to the collective consciousness and then to the net, to the energy field. So as you go still, you go move into this layer of body, which we are not informed because we don't are aware of our physical form, but you will be aware of your uh, various form if you practice a stillness and a journey inward. So as you move journey, your consciousness will get exposed to a deeper level of consciousness of your existence. And when you go deep enough, then you get good Wi-Fi and you listen closely and you get the message, which we call the intuition. Now, at times, the energy of the earth is changing. And if you're in sync with the energy of the, of the earth, you will start having a shift in consciousness. Because at least twice a day, uh, as we fall asleep or as we coming out of sleep, we're in a meditative state, 
floating, drifting downward. But we just quickly form the asleep state, but sometimes we're in that state and you utilize it, you might get some message. And then it starts percolating in your dreams and you start having. But for me, uh, I, uh, I changed because I came into contact with meditation. I didn't know what meditation can do. I just feel meditation feels great. And then thereafter, I get intuitions. So in a chaotic world, uh, it's because our connective wiring of our neural wiring is not having enough neuroplasticity to accept deal. And mostly because we have belief systems that actually frame us. So as we dealing with this chaotic world, it's the best chance for us to expand the possibility and grow and develop new plasticity to cope with the change, to understand change. You change the way you look at change, and then all of a sudden it's not chaotic at all. But when you start understanding the law of the energy and everything's moving that way, then you will not feel chaotic at all. When you see the risk, you also see the opportunity. Actually, it's the same thing. It's just possibilities. When there's change, there's possibility. When there's no change, there's no possibility. And thank God, change is the constant. So infinite possibilities. Thank you for joining us. Dawn of an Era of Well-Being is a co-production of the Laszlo Institute, ITEA Institute, and Select Books. It's produced by Nora Cesar and Kenichi Sugihara with theme music Chimera by Biba DuPont. The book, Dawn of an Era of Well-Being, co-authored by Irvin Laszlo and Frederick Sal, is available wherever books or e-books are sold. Please subscribe to Dawn of an Era of Well-Being, the podcast, on Apple or Spotify for more fascinating guests and discussion. My name is Alison Goldwyn, founder and creative director of Synchronistory.com, a future party for the planet broadcast live worldwide, wishing you well-being till we talk again next week. <laughs>